I realized why this podcast is so hard to uh, color correct. Why? Because we have tungsten lights basically <laughs> coming out of the hair lights, and right. then there's a weird white softbox pushing in on us from here and the lighting in this room. Uh, we, we leave have, the house lights on, yeah, which is bizarre. On, yeah. And also, this is pink, and I'm yellow, and you're beige, and it's all very I'm confusing. beige. <laughs> you're beige. I'm the least beige person of all time. Are you pale? Are yeah. you pink? Oh, absolutely. Wait, what are you? Wait, do you think I'm... Wh- what kind of white do you think I am? Because there's think, like pink white, which oh, I think I am. You're... Yes, pink I'm white. I'm pink white. Wait, what's beige then? I thought beige was like white person. No, beige is like a Persian. What's ba- a... You're basically beige. I'm beige? I well, thought... No, I'm I mean, yellow. Well, but your actual skin oh, color my- is a li- uh, like a light beige. Well... Oh, I thought I was... I was told I'm like... Like a tan yellow. No, no, you are, uh, you are dark as night. I am dark as night. Yeah, no, you uh, definitely. I don't. I never understood the yellow thing. Well, I, I mean, I kind of get it. Like, I get like that we're tinged yellow. Oh, no, I just. Uh, I kind of don't now, actually. It's more like a dark olive, like more, <gasps> more Italian than. I've heard Italian. olive before. Yes, I've heard olive. Be- before because when I went to Sephora and I was like oh please match my color on my face and they got me foundation it was olive color olive is like a mix of yellow and brown right yeah wow that sounds gross that's like curry colored curry color but also uh, baby poop diarrhea color baby poop diarrhea more the yellow baby poop diarrhea hmm yeah. I don't look like? Not to me. Oh, thank you. No problem. I look like a person still. I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. I know. What has happened to this podcast? Everybody was asking what happened to this podcast. And I didn't quite know what to say because I wasn't 100% sure if this episode was going to happen or not. But look at this. Everything is fine. Welcome back to the Boys Only Club podcast episode. Who knows anymore? Dude, podcasts are hard to keep up with. Okay. We had some issues. So two weeks ago... It was my bad. We, we share responsibilities here. So two weeks ago, it was my bad. Um, we were pushing, pushing, pushing because we were both quite busy. And mm. then on Saturday, we were like, hey, hey, we're going to record and it's going to be topical. So it's going to be dope. And then I had a little bit of an emergency, of an emergency. So we were like, fuck, no podcast. And then last week, we were super busy. We planned too late. We planned too late. And, and by also, that time, it was already too late. Yeah. And everybody that was involved with you whatsoever was involved in Cecilia. So they were crazy busy. Oh, that's the weekend that we were doing Cecilia. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the weekend that I was doing the anime awards. So there was like Congrats. no way. Thank you. Uh, there was a lot of rehearsals and stuff like that. So there was no way I could get out of any of that for uh, that weekend. So yeah, sorry about that. We're back now. Yeah, I Fresh tried to new. make a, a, well, not a New Year's resolution because I think those are goofy. Uh, <laughs> those are for goobers. But I tried to make a day after New Year's resolution. Great. That's which was to respond to people better and to try oh, to get in though. contact mm. with people, mm. try and get in contact with people more. And that lasted how long? Oh, it lasted, uh, I don't think I actually did it. No, you didn't. So I think I could start soon, but... <laughs> is it like a March resolution? Can you start now? It's March A Mardi 3rd. Gras resolution, yeah. Mardi Gras resolution. When is Mardi Gras? That's a March, I don't right? Know. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's St. Patrick's no, I'm Day. I'm thinking of March Madness. Oh, Mar- oh, that's basketball. Sorry, I think of mad cow disease. That's what it is. The disease. Sorry, I think of mad cow in the morning. Do you remember that guy? No, what the fuck is that? What? Was his mad name mad cow, cow or no. is it man cow? I don't remember. He was the guy who said Can't that uh, some basketball player ha- was a nappy-headed hoe. <gasps> oh, that? my God. I remember that dude. I was at Rutgers during that time. I think it's somebody over in the East Coast. Like, it's somebody that is a reporter that's You're known. Reuters? Yeah, I went to Rutgers. What's Rutgers? It's a oh, that's the college. Yeah, yeah, right. You told me that. Yeah. Oh, shit. I remember that. That was so fucked up. Who's the modern version of Man Cow? I don't know. Is that really his name? Wait, was it, was man, that what, it was Man Cow in the Morning or Mad or Cow. Ma- it or must ma- have been Man Cow. Name, yeah. That's right? so weird. That's what it was called. Look that up. That's. I don't want to look it up. I don't want to look like, up Mad Cow. He was in the like morning. the start of. Uh, no, he wasn't the start of. Um, like, what, what is it called when you try to specifically um, annoy people or like. Troll. Like, uh, Milo Yayanadlapalis was, was one of them. A provocateur. Oh. He was sort of like uh, Milo Yayanadlapalis meets. Um, uh, Alex Jones. Yeah. What are they called? Uh, not provocateurs. They're, oh, fuck. There is a word for it, actually. No, I think they, it's provocateur. It, that's like a sexy word, isn't it? No, I mean, it, me- it sounds sexy. Isn't it but, like a <laughs> but sexy? It, but it means um, to they provoke. elicit a, a yeah, yes. provoke. Yeah. Basically. Provocateur. It sounds too sexy for me. I wanted something. I wanted a worse word. Oh, wait. Quick thing. Quick thing. Um, I watched Blade Runner 2049. Oh, shit. Finally. Yo, I did not like it and I didn't understand it. I, I'm just too dumb. I I. What fought. did you understand? What did? Tell me your issues with it. I really liked it. I will give it like a... Well, okay. I'm also a big uh, Denny Villeneuve fan. 
He was the director of that movie, and he, he also directed Prisoners, mm-hmm. and he also directed um, uh, Sicario, which is one of my favorite movies Sicario, of all right. time. Yeah. <laughs> and Arrival. Excellent. Uh, I thought it was, the pacing was really bad. There really? Was so, I felt like it was I mean, so it was slow. A, almost a three-hour movie. Really? I was, like, entertained the entire time. Really? I'm I, a big cinematography fan. Uh, yeah, I guess so. There were so many slow shots of uh, the poor man's Ryan Reynolds' face. What's his name? Ryan Gosling? Is that who it is? Okay, there first off, a... how dare you? Ryan Reynolds is not cool. He's not no. that cool. Deadpool is not that cool. I don't care about Deadpool. Deadpool's kind of I annoying. I care about Michael Bergen from Two Guys and a Girl in Pizza Place. That's okay. who I care about. Also, uh, what was the waiting? No, it wasn't. Was it waiting? Ew, waiting was Dude, so. I fucking love oh, waiting. God, I remember watching waiting in high school, and we all, I think, had server jobs. Like all of us had food involved jobs, and it was just so. Was it realistic? It was so real and horrible. Like it doesn't go that far, obviously. Yeah, but, but they spit in food for no reason. Uh, yeah, they spit in food for no reason. Um, I mean, it depends on like what level of restaurant you work in. But like at some places I worked in, like we definitely had like our own level of justice. Like Jesus what's, Christ, what's Justice Coffee? What do you think Justice Coffee is? That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But um, once you get up to a certain like restaurant level, like for example, I used to work at Hillstones and Houston's and stuff, and that's that shit is nice. And I never did anything. Nobody ever does anything fucked up there. Like yeah. it can't happen. It literally can't happen. Everybody's watching what you're doing, so there's no way. Sorry, I was having a video idea the entire time you were saying that. Can Great. I pitch it to you? Yes, please pitch it to me. I know your eyes were swimming, and I was wondering what was happening. What is it a stroke? Fuck? Is it a stroke or is it thoughts? How possible do you think it would be? To for me to apply for a job like a Best Buy or some shit. Okay, so <laughs> I go for the place. I go for the interview. Yeah, they film it. Um, or like yeah, I yeah, have yeah. someone film it from afar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we love me up, and then say I do get the job. Okay, how possible do you think it'd be to film like my first couple of days there before anyone caught me being filmed? Wait, like uh, you film yourself, or somebody always comes and in? Is and that films illegal you? to do that? I think it's a little illegal. Is it really illegal? I think you have to mosaic everything. To be totally honest, like you have to like mosaic everybody's face. You have to get rid of like every every kind of like um, trademark yeah. signature type of shit. But like, I mean, yeah, we could. Yeah, if we got rid of all the logos and we just filmed until I got kicked out. Until you got kicked out. Well, you have to apply for a job, right? So the process is you hand in your paperwork. They call you back. You do an interview, and then. That's already like it's a lot of work. It's a but lot it's of a work. long-term thing. That could be kind of cool. A long-term. I might thing. try to do that. And then wait, what are you going to do? Are you going to like wear a GoPro all the time, or are you going to? No, I think I would just. Uh, it would probably only be like the first thirty minutes I could be um, before I got kicked out. But yeah. I want to have someone with the actual camera in, in just filming with me. And everyone's with like, this, yeah, everyone's monster? like questioning it. Yeah. Oh my god, they'll know immediately. They'll probably think it's like a part of a prank show or something. Oh, that would actually be oh, okay. Cool. I have a. I have a good turn of events that I could actually film for 30 minutes and then get kicked out. That's perfect. Oh a long-term God. game with the the with basically no result. Oh, so it's going to be funny. Great. I can't wait. I but love yeah, those. I feel like if I cut out all the trademarks, it would be possible. Let me know in the comments if that's a real thing that I could do What's the and legality? not feel any legal repercussions from that. Oh, I don't know. I feel like it's you, you're going to have to put everything in mosaics, I think. And that's it. Everything? Yeah. Just faces and trademarks. Yeah, but that's like everything. Unless we do angles where they're sort of staticky, like we're standing in one spot and they don't move around too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you could just mask only yourself and everything else is just blurred. Oh, that would not be worth it. <laughs> that's Jesus what I mean. Christ. I think it's not worth it. I think you're going to get in trouble. So you did the uh, the anime awards. I've <gasps> never even heard of that. Is that I like did. is that the biggest is that like the Oscars for anime? Uh I I guess so. Um so Crunchyroll runs this one and there's no like if there were to be an official one, I guess it would be this one. And it makes sense because Crunchyroll is like the biggest anime distributor and we are partnered with Funimation. So I, I feel like Humble what brag. else would you? No, no, no. I feel like what else would you trust? You know, yeah. I'm also not like technically a part of them anymore. I still work with them quite often. What did you but, present? Well, um, I was on their stage where we kind of were reactionary and we kept the crowd informed basically so it's kind of twofold this award show was catered to a live like theater audience it was at the Maltobahn in LA and it was really nice the Autobahn wow (laughs) it was very nice Um, and also we had a Twitch audience because there was a Twitch extension that was like a specific component of it viewership on that like crazy it was crazy it was like 30k concurrency at one point it's insane Um, but and I heard we had like more than like 5 million overall total views I wish you were into cool weeb shit like Overwatch Oh, man, I'm so bad at Overwatch. I talk about it all the time. I'm so bad at it. Do you get to actually talk about it, Crunchyroll and all that? Everybody plays a Crunchyroll. Yes, I need yeah, to work there. Everyone plays. Yeah, they love you. Um, But so we were basically there to like cater to the Twitch audience. Like yeah. we were more there for the digital. But because the show itself is obviously 
more about the live experience. Like if you think about the right, streamies, right, right. like live, it's so the energy's so awesome and so much fun. But like I'm sure if you're watching through a screen and if it's not like the highest level of production, like an award show, it's it's hard to watch because you're only watching it from a certain perspective. You know, like yeah. it's so different. So we got a lot of criticism on the Twitch end because, uh, like, obviously it wasn't a hundred percent for Twitch. Like, if it was entirely produced as a live show for so, live yeah, on digital, it would have been different, obviously. But like the live aspect of the show was incredible. So is it like uh, jarring for a Twitch audience in the same way that someone like Bo Burnham would make a joke on stage where he's like, and the power of editing and then suddenly it cuts, but it's just, it's a joke <laughs> for the people watching at home. Exactly, it's, exactly. It's, it's like, like that inverse. But um, it's also a lot like uh, conventions at panels and stuff. Like when we do panels live, the energy is so you know awesome what? and it's so fun, yeah, but through crazy. a screen, it's so different, yeah, right? I yeah. totally get that because we did uh, RTX Sydney mm -hmm. and uh, our podcast panel like, People were laughing a yeah, lot during yeah, yeah, yeah. the during the actual event, Live, but yes. you can't really get that on the screen. Yeah, so it comes off kind of jarring, especially when we look like assholes. <laughs> yeah. um, it all you only look like a bully, or you only look uninformed. Like yeah. it's one like spectrum of the, the other. Didn't work out at first. Yeah, and we actually got no laughs in person from mm -hmm. you know being like sort of because when we do those panels, we sort of or at least from my perspective, I like to go into it uh, thinking that we're like a restaurant where you go in specifically to to get made fun of. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Like I we're get all it. pretty much in character the entire time. Mm -hmm. Like one of the panels that we did James and I had an argument backstage with the lobs or with the things and then we came out acting um, like everything was all great yep cool um, love it but it Joe I lost my train of thought um, oh, um, how live is always going to be different. Like when you be, when you do it in person, and that was the how, example. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that works. The energy is different, and like the, if the jokes different. don't land. Oh even, yeah, and then if the jokes didn't land at first, um, we wouldn't have continued them. But the fact that they did, we just stayed in character and did all that kind of shit. I mean, obviously totally. we answered a few questions that were uh, real, and then we gave real right. answers. But for the most part, we just stayed like assholes the entire time. Right. Because right. It was, work it was working with the audience. Yeah. And, uh, you can't get that at all on the screen, so people just assume that nobody's happy in the in the audience and that nothing's actually working. So. Absolutely. The other factor is like when we're on stage or on panels and things, we can see and hear things that the camera can't see. Yeah. So we have to sometimes like react to cues or not react to cues, but like we have to like take note of it. And if you have a co-host, you kind of have to depend on each other to be like, okay, you like keep their attention while I make sure I understand the cues and stuff. Like there's subtle things that like you just can't possibly know unless you've done right, it. Right, right, right. And um, I feel like because it wasn't 100% made for all the audiences, a lot of things were maybe obvious. Like when I yeah. had to react to a cute, it was like very, very obvious because it was already cutting so to me and stuff. So was it cringy stuff. at all? Um, I think through Twitch, it was probably cringy. Um, but I I don't feel that way, obviously. Like I was a part of it. It was the most awesome, magnificent what night ever. What award did you present? Oh, I didn't present an award. Oh. I was just a part of the stage. And I basically explained how the voting aspect worked. And we kind of vamped about the categories because this award show, it's about kind of it's about it's more about celebrating what the best shows were and there's okay. no winner right like or there there are winners but nobody's accepting the award it's not like oh this voice actor is the really? winner so kind then of thing do they have an award show like that um i don't think so we eventually huh. like i obviously this is the plan i don't know if this is like um in my head the plan is to get to a point where we have people accepting the awards on on behalf of stuff or we I'm have enough you to, don't have that already well i want i think like logically we want to fly a lot of people from japan it's just too expensive it's just a little bit crazy and also this is only our second annual year oh okay yeah so like i feel like the upscale is really really exponential and yeah. maybe by the year uh, maybe after next year, it'll be more about celebrating the people that are behind the That'll production. Be great, yeah, but the, the problem but is it's though, nice to celebrate the production. It as is well. because yeah, because like for us, honestly, it really is just about being like, what was your favorite film of the year? Everyone keeps was telling me to say your girl? name. Did that was that up for a lot of oh, awards? Oh, was that up for a lot of awards? So your name um is a movie, and it's very very good. It's extremely good. I don't know if you'll like it, but um you'll like least appreciate the cinematics of it. Was it up for it. awards, though? Yes, and it won. Good. It won anime of the year. Or, no, not anime. Oh, my God, I lied. It won a movie of what the year. What won anime of the year? Um, Made in Abyss. Is that really good? Um, Yes, it's very good, and it's very edgy in its it own artistic? way. Yes, it's very artistic. Does it talk about current political issues? Uh, Not really. Um, I personally didn't like it because it's really 
aggressive and intense and it deals with a lot of like really fucked up shit um and i'm down with that if the world calls for it like mm-hmm. for example attack on titan right like you know that shit's intense and you're ready for it i'm ready to see people like slice up people and like it be gruesome and all that but shit would attack on titan not receive awards because it's like it plays to um a shock value for gruesomeness uh no um it, it, a little bit it's a little bit like a trope now at this point so, for them specifically but for made in abyss the thing that won i personally don't 100% agree with it because it won anime of the year i think anime of the year should be something that i can recommend to anybody without thinking twice really? and like think that like it would be an enjoyable or like a beautiful experience and for and this is just my opinion because i'm a wuss okay um they're really young, cute, cherubic characters. They're young. But they're they get posed. slaughtered. Yeah. Oh, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they really do. And it's it's one thing to watch like children get slaughtered. But um, for me personally, they're, they're Japanese voice actors, right? Her voice is so magnificent. And when I hear her scream and cry, no, please stop. It hurts. Make it stop. Please. I, I want to die. It like freaks me out. Like it makes me feel really bad. But that's so, very powerful. Though, it is for very it to powerful. be able to do that to yes. you, which is why I understand I know. that maybe, I mean, it's the, probably, the, it's the same thing with the Oscars, right? Like, exactly. Well, most of the time they most pick a the movie time. that is challenging. Yes. Yes, and exactly. And challenging is important. Absolutely. You know? So it's, yes, totally deserving the win. Um, but, but it wasn't your favorite. No, so not my favorite. So what was your favorite. favorite? My favorite anime last year, well, um, My Hero Academia 2, which is like the uber action anime frontier of like all of this, uh, pioneer of all of this, it, uh, it deservedly swept a lot of the awards, but they didn't win everything. Um, I liked, I love it because it's a fun anime, but for 2017 though, I'd have to go, um, oh, oh, uh, the ancient magus bride, magus bride. I don't know how to pronounce it. Magus. It's like. Is that about a wedding? No, <laughs> it's about this like bone witch man, bone wizard man that like takes this girl or buys the slave girl who's really empowered, and they huh. have a magical and they go on journey. Adventures? Yes, and that one's gruesome too. Does he buy her like how? Um, he literally the dentist buys, buys Django. Because it's not out of racism, but it's that it's both for necessity and also because he had a heart. Yeah, actually. Okay, so you should probably just watch Django Unchained. I should probably just watch Django. Have you ever seen Django Unchained? No, I haven't. Oh, wow. Isn't it pretty intense? It's like pretty gruesome, right? I mean, most of those Tarantino movies are pretty intense in some way. Well, I mean, isn't this one extremely uber intense? Like the other... No, No. it's not. It's definitely not as intense as like Hateful Eight. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind Hateful Eight is like, is really gory. Uh, Django Unchained, you know, has like, it has, it has funny gore. But I mean, so is, so is Hateful Eight in some ways, but uh, you look back to his previous movies, um, you've got Inglorious Bastards, which is probably his goriest movie. Oh, really? Have you seen Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, I loved it. I mean, the scalping, the scalping thing in that is pretty hardcore. The baseball bat part is with the the is pretty hardcore. The uh, shooting Hitler's face off at the end is pretty. If you haven't seen Inglorious Bastards, and I just spoiled it for you, uh, just die. Um, (sighs) What other movies has he had that are like super violent? Death Proof is pretty bloody, but it's also a bad movie, sort of. Um, I mean, for Tarantino. wait, Death Proof. Oh, that's not Planet Terror. No, no, no. Planet Planet Terror is is the one with Rose McGowan. That was released. Yeah, she's she's a she's something. Oh, I didn't even... What happened? No, just it? her in general. Oh, because of the... Why? Car accident? Rose, Not not Uma Thurman. Rose no, McGowan. no, Rose McGowan. She was in a car accident? Oh, well, I mean, many, many years no, ago. No, I was... Uh, yeah, it's something that I don't, I don't even need to talk oh, about. Oh, really? But it's just her public uh, uh, demeanor is is uh, questionable. Oh, I, I understand. She's always kind of been a little bit that way, I think. It just... Uh, I think... It's a, it, she's an unfortunate voice right now. Oh, that's sad. Which uh, obviously I um, sympathize with things that have happened to her. Yeah. But there could be, I think, someone better to do what she is doing and to oh. represent what she represents. Mm, like maybe she just didn't pose it the right way. And I think she's getting a little power hungry. Oh, I see. I think that's what it is. I see. I mean, I don't know anything about it, but I feel I like... Mean, as a woman. As a woman. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, Rose McGowan, I, I always liked her because I was a Charmed fan. Oh, I um, loved Planet Terror. But yeah, and I loved Planet Terror. Too. Oh, Planet Terror kind of scared me. There's oh yeah, like this... dude, that movie is gruesome. Oh man, I watched it at college alone, like right around Thanksgiving, oh, and I was like, you. oh, I don't it's, like it. For me, it, it wasn't scare scary. Me. It made it me was... feel icky. I felt like kind of you know, sick. I really loved Planet Terror. At the time, it didn't make me feel icky. One movie that was released, I think, around the same time that did, Slither. Oh, with that was made by the guy who made Guardians of the Galaxy. No way. And Slither is one of my favorite horrors ever. Slither. It's so good. It's also a comedy, but mm. it has um, the guy who was in Serenity and Firefly. 
Wait, is it actually scary? I why think. do I think it's like a why do I think it's a cult joke? No, it's it's sort of it's a cult movie. Oh, okay, absolutely. Uh, Slither is like the there's a I don't know if I remember it was an asteroid, but it has these uh, like worm creatures that slide into your mouth or something. Oh, so it's and the then faculty. you become a mutant. Oh, so it's the X Files episode. It's all the X Files episodes. I mean, you could relate any comedy to The Simpsons, right? <laughs> Wait, but you know the faculty, right? Of course, the is faculty's not, amazing. Is that not kind of it? No, it's a. It's more like a small rural town. I'm trying to find something that so um, is the faculty. that could be. I mean, it's a school, but it's a school in a small rural town, and that's why the people are all obnoxiously close knit. Sort of. It's it's less like a Stepford Wives kind of thing. Okay. And, and more like a, everybody knows about it and it's it. Jesus Christ is terrifying. Ooh, okay. There's Wait, a, yeah, maybe I There's a really I gross scene it. with this giant, like she's fat only because she has a bunch of larvae inside of her <gasps> and she explodes. Yeah. Oh, I want to see it now. It was so gross. <laughs> that freaked me out. Even in the trailer. I'm surprised they included that in, tra- in the trailer because it was so wow. gross. Still though, the grossest movie scene I've ever seen was in Bone Tomahawk. Tomahawk. But what's that? When? Oh, Reina, I'm what not happens? even going to begin to describe wait, wait, tell it. Tell me to how you. nasty it is. So let me break you guys down through this. It's the grossest break movie scene down. I've ever, I've ever experienced in my entire life because you don't see it coming. Um, and this is a spoiler alert. Uh, Bone Tomahawk is a movie that starts out as a western about halfway through, maybe it's three quarters of the way through. I don't exactly remember. It turns into a horror. Oh. Um, but it's about a. Uh, I, the wrong word is savages. Okay. But it's like a tribe. Primitive. That tribe you know what they weren't savages at all they were just uh well uh, the point is that they they were different than the cowboys and they they had their like tribe and everything yeah but what they do to a prisoner is one of the grossest things i've ever seen so there are two people trapped um two two western boys oh no 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 and uh they bring one of the people out and one of the boys yeah they well he wasn't a boy he was a man and they lifted him upside down (gasps) Um, actually, you know what? I think they, they scalped him first, oh, okay. which was like pretty bad. Well, so it starts off and though. you're like, it's standard. Scalping is standard. They pull him upside down, two people, or they're holding his legs uh, like that, and they start chopping down the middle. <gasps> and it's so fucking gross. It's so gross. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, it was is, like a tomahawk? Oh, is that yeah. what the point is? Is it and like they, an axe? Like, split him open. All the way down? I don't remember if it was all the way down. I think I closed my eyes. <laughs> oh, Dude, no. no, it was so gross. It was <laughs> Wait, the grossest so, thing I've ever whoa, seen on a movie. They went down a V-shape, huh? Oh, yeah. Whoa. And they just like ripped him out whoa. open. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. And then he Damn. made another movie the next year, which was also incredibly violent. Not as not as like jarring as Bone Tomahawk, mm. but it was called, uh, <laughs> called Brawl Bone on Tom- Cell Block 99 or something. It's with Vince Vaughn. Oh. um, He plays like a... A not comedy. I don't remember if he was a neo-Nazi or if it was just... I only saw parts of it, but that was pretty brutal, too. That's so weird. What's the most brutal thing I've seen that kind of freaked me out? Well, okay, I have, like, two levels of gross, right? One that kind of makes me turn and get sick the way... Yeah. Uh, the way... But that one's forgettable. I guess that... Yeah, yeah, the that one's a little bit forgettable. The next one you're about to talk about, I think, I know, it's... It's like a deeper cut. It's the deeper one that cut. sticks with you. It's a, it's a heart issue like it like fucks with your heart so i think i talked about it before but there's this movie called frozen that's not the disney movie (laughs) and um it's about these kids that go skiing and they get stuck on an uber ski lift and it's like you think it's really dumb the way they get stuck and it seems a little bit dumb at first but then you realize like why they're in the position that they are and it's like not so bizarro and you're just kind of feeling for them the whole time and it's a really slow burn the whole time and at one point, I mean, I don't really want to spoil it. I'm just going to spoil it. I mean, this movie's been out for how long? Very, very long. Then very, fuck very it. Long. I think fuck there's it. a statute of limitations. Totally, yeah. Absolutely going to spoil it. Um, so at one point, there are wolves down there. Oh, and no. you're you're like already a little like you know you're fucked so you can't like climb down and the height's so big that like you're kind of not sure if the snow is enough to like break your fall or if it's enough to break your legs basically mm-hmm. right but it's enough to like kind of induce enough fear where you're not sure how you want to get down so one of them decides to get down by like kind of elongating their pole and it makes sense because it breaks their fall by like that much from the from yeah. the ski lift but he drops down and dude he his legs just break right off because the impact is so oh. intense yeah and how high up was he still real high like it was bad like it was still too high oh, so like, but you kind of don't realize it, it like until 20 he feet? 
yeah, probably. And it and you don't realize he's too high until he hits it because it's snow. So you kind of don't like understand oh how God. impactful it would be. And it's been snowing for like half the night, so you kind you really don't know at this point. And you're also kind of lose track of it. Oh and it's fuck! In so there, must have been five extra feet of snow. Probably, and it's like partly in their perspective too. So like you as an audience, you you don't know just as much as they do. And you see, it seems like he's gonna make it, and his legs just snap right off. Basically, Is it bloody though. Oh my God, it's so bad, oh, and really? it's in white snow. It's in powder white snow, so it's fucking everywhere. All oh, the wolves. Is get that the him. worst part? Ooh, they scream. He screams, and there's so many. The wolves, wolves scream. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm no. doing this. They're British. <laughs> They're British for some reason. No, the the, the dude screams, and the, the girl screams, and everybody screams, and the wolves scream, and it's just, and you hear the wolves like ripping the flesh, and it's like very like visceral, and it's ooh, that one Have stuck you seen with the gray? me. Oh, what's that? With Liam Neeson? The Grey? No. I actually really like The Grey. I showed it to Alyssa and she was traumatized. But it's a... Is it horror or is it like supposed to be something else? Survival horror. Ooh, I love that. wolves Wait. in the snow oh, no, with Liam Neeson. No. I think it's a great movie. It Wait, actually he's has... obviously going to survive oh, with Liam Neeson. You know what? It has a guy in it. Um, I didn't know who he was at the time, but he's just been in a Netflix uh, horror mm. called Ru- the, uh, the Ritual. Oh, The Ritual. Yeah, it's a newer horror which I thought was great. Really? Not great, but good. I mean, for uh, Can I rent Netflix it horror. on... Oh, Just, Netflix. It's free oh, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix okay, cool. So that guy's in it. The Grey is a fantastic movie, at least in my opinion. It's Why? a great survival horror. It's a story of um, Liam Neeson is a like hunter who stops people in remote locations or stops wolves in remote locations from getting to a certain point attacking people that are trying to work uh, on something. And he's on this plane with a bunch of like these like nobodies. They're... Uh, Basically, they could be prisoners, mm. but but they're not. They're a bunch of group of men that are out here doing some odd job in the middle of bumfuck winter Alaska. Nowhere. Yeah. Truly. But there's just these like hardened. They're so hard. These men are so hard. So hard. And they they crash. Their plane crashes, and they slowly start to realize that they're being hunted by a group of like these giant ass black wolves. Well, I think actually only one of them's black, which is the the king wolf, dire the wolves. alpha. Damn. But my God, and it's the ending I thought was uh, fantastic. Did, did the wolves eat everybody? I'm not going to tell you because Whoop. that one's in recent memory, but the movie is great, and which leads it. me to the guy that's in that movie who's Ooh. like Liam Neeson's, uh, he ends up being like a sort of sidekickish character. Mm. Uh, he is in the movie The Ritual, which is a new Netflix movie, which has one of the best monsters really? I've ever seen in a movie. Oh. And the way, because it's a risk to put a monster in a movie. Yeah. Um, normally what shows or movies do is they, you know, show glimpses, they show shadows, like shadows and yeah. it's more implied a because reflection. they don't want to risk like the, because what you imagine is scarier than totally, what they can actually show. The Not that so this different. monster was like overly scary. It was just so cool. It's based off of Nordic myth and Nordic the way everything, I mean, there's there's certain parts of the movie that I was like, ah, fucking shut up, dumbass. But there are parts of it that are just fantastic. Mm, the yeah. ritual? The ritual. Ah. I would highly recommend it. I like being scared by things like monsters and ghosts because I want my imagination to be stretched there. Um, I'm not really, like, afraid of people. Like, oh, uh, horrible serial killers out there. Or like, oh, these tr- this new guinea tribe is going to eat me. Yeah. Like, I'm not really afraid of that. But I want something that's, like, completely out of my control. So I like monsters. One of my favorite things that happens in the ritual is that they stay in this like cabinish thing overnight that they find in the woods. You love cabins in the woods, but (laughs) they some just it gets fucked. So they leave and they see another cabin uh, like ten minutes later. And instead of doing what every horror movie does where they're like, all right, we need to stay here for the night again. They're like, no, fuck, fuck that. It. Yeah, yeah. They, they got smart. Yeah. Okay, that's so great. That rarely happens. Um, they, everybody always wants a break. Yeah, some yeah. of the execution uh, down towards the last third of it is a little a little uh, annoying. But there's another part of it. Uh, and I'm just going to spoil this for you because uh, it's. Yeah, I want you to go see it because there are even better parts in this movie than what I'm about to tell you. But this is just more of a comedic moment. So... One of the guys gets like tra- captured by a tribe, and this is not related to hatching, hat- hatcheting down in the middle of him. It's um, he gets trapped, uh, and he's he escapes, um, and one of the the old ass tribe ladies mm. who was like, she's pretty clearly evil, uh. and he she sees him trying to escape, and he just fucking socks her right in the <gasps> face, and it's so amazing. It's like uh, I bet it that's had really the same kind of vibes in Stranger Things when um, what's the uh, the guy's name who's like the police officer 
Oh, I forgot, but daddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. basically, he when he punches the dude yeah, out yeah. of nowhere, it's just amazing. It's like that kind of feel. Oh, I see. So it's like really fulfilling. It has a lot of a, a lot of fulfilling moments. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. I like that. I want movie. I want to feel satisfied in that way. Justice. Yeah, I would watch uh, another if they made a sequel to that. I would mm. watch it easily. Not that they could, but. Yeah. Oh, I remember the other thing that grossed me out. Really? Another scene? Yeah, just one oh, please scene tell me. in life. Just in life. No, um, and I talked about this movie in this podcast as well. Oh, it's not a movie. It's a, a set of series oh, or whatever. Oh, don't tell me. Oh, it's a series? It's dead set. It's the zombie. Uh, it's the British zombie Oh, you got grossed out by set. zombie stuff? Well, okay, so this scene's not... It's funny to me now, but I think I just wasn't expecting it. Um, towards the end, one of like the bad guys uh, gets ripped apart in half by zombies. But okay. what happens it's is standard. like it's very standard. Um, but what happens is like he's like opened up, and his intestines are anatomically actually like really accurate and then it gets like pulled little by little apart and he's still a little bit alive but he starts like twitching because the spine is obviously not intact anymore so he has like involuntary uh muscular reactions okay and they're pretty in tune to what's like happening to his like his viscerals so it was like really gross for me and i really liked it miserable that's yeah, gross. What's the grossest thing you've ever seen that's a real life gore type thing oh man i do have one i, I do, do have too. one yeah do you really okay this one i'm not freaked out anymore <gasps> oh my god what it recently i had a flashback of it because of fucking blade runner 2049 and now you'll know exactly what i'm talking about yeah you're gonna love this i hate this when i was really young and i vacationed in japan with my cousin it's a real life it's a real life i was just talking about another online video oh no 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 i I have a real life thing yeah um i thought you were talking about a real life thing fuck no i've never seen anything that gross in real life i mean i was a kid so it's not gross anymore it wouldn't freak me out anymore but um okay so (laughs) i was like seven or eight or something like that and we went to this summer house and uh everything was like a little bit wet outside on the deck and there were people it was a part of a hotel so there's just like oh, shit no. people we don't know just a lot of people we don't know it's just me and my but cousin just wet. hanging out yeah it was wet I can it tell was where slippery this is going. floor um it gets worse so worse than wet worse than wet um there was an outlet extension cord oh no oh yeah that was like facing outwards and up and you saw this oh well no i didn't see it until it was too late i was like on the other side i just like yeah and i was like seven or eight and i was with my cousin and we were in our little like little guppy lily outfits these cute little kids yeah we were just plodding on the wet yeah we're just fat little riri it's going to be a good day probably a good day but um so I, we obviously don't see it until it goes down, but like we see this man just completely slip this way and fall backwards onto his head, like the back of his head downward yeah. straight, and he convulsed. And it really freaked us out because his eyes also, went it had back. Nothing to do with the power cord. No, he slipped on the power cord, and that's what made him like jolt. So he slipped and jolted, and it made and it like. Did he die? No, I think he is okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, but, um, oh man. All right. So I wish I didn't see this cause I think I was a little too young, but we watched him go down and that was already scary. And then blood started pooling and you know how, when there's water and there's blood, it like it pools just, like, really scary. Really yeah. Yeah. And it like, like suddenly like goes and it like goes out like oh, that's that. Traumatizing. Oh yeah. So that happened. And then we watched him convulse and I got so freaked out. And at this point his feet, his feet were already off. His the Fitbit electric- flew off. His Fitbit was gone. Um, his feet were already off the electric cord, but it was like sparking because he had already stepped on it and damaged it. So it was in the water. Yeah, like I, it was bad, and it took me a really, really long time to get that? over it. Well, I don't know. I mean, the ambulance came immediately, and like, and whatever. But yeah, so the reason why I was so vividly reminded of that from 2049 is, you know, in the moment where like the scary robot lady—I forgot what her name was—the one with the haircut, um, where at one point she goes like, she palms the back of some guy's head and like completely break I mean it's a robot but like oh. she fucking breaks him and it he was falls like that. backwards it reminded me of that moment so much dude that was a crazy scene <laughs> alright I'm good now in a little bit I want to talk to you more about Blade Runner but uh, okay. the grossest thing I saw was uh, something that stuck with me a little while it's why I'll never get a motorcycle oh. um, it was very brief too oh it's yeah just... wait you hate motor accidents I forgot so gross yeah um so imagine so a big-ass highway. There's a motorcycle on the right side, and there is a... Semi? Uh, a semi, semi? But you don't yeah. see it at first. But there's a semi. big semi-truck in front of his motorcycle, so he goes to pass, and the semi-truck coming the other way hits him, and it's probably going about 70, and it's just like a mist. It's so gross. 
Oh my god! It was, a gross was it on Reddit fifty fifty? No, I think I saw it years and years ago on like Rotten. rotten probably Rotten, yeah. Oh Jesus Christ, that's really bad. Oh, is that the worst thing you've ever seen on Rotten? Yeah, and that was like the first thing I ever saw on Rotten because I didn't. Some one of my friends was telling me to go on it. How old are you? Must have been like. 11 or 12? Oh my God, that's young. Yeah, even I Maybe was... Maybe I wasn't 11. I don't know what age it was. But I it was, was at least young. in high school for Rotten, so was I was like... a couple weeks ago. Oh, no, no. But, uh... <laughs> Damn, so young, so fresh. Please, tell me why you didn't like Blade Runner. The pacing? Mm. Was it just the pacing, or was it that the you didn't like... It was really predictable. Elements? It was really predictable. Really? You yeah. predicted uh, the whole I'm... bubble thing? The girl in the bubble? That that was that was the that was the real girl. And you predicted that, that was the twin. That was the twin. That was actually yeah. the real product of. And you predicted that. Uh, well, yeah. Here, here are some spoil- incoming spoilers for sorry, Blade Runner. Sorry. Um, starting right about. Yeah, I'll give you time to pause. <laughs> uh, now. Now. So you predicted that Ryan Gosling wasn't the chosen one. Right. Okay. So um, actually, Mike predicted a lot of it. So probably read but, a review online. Some. <laughs> no, but everything he verbalized though was like very predictable. I was just trying really hard to kind of like believe. I was trying to be Ryan Gosling. Like I was trying I to be. Thought it was confused. really sad. Well, it is really sad, but that's the thing though. So initially, he thinks he's the. Uh, he thinks he's a Blade Runner. That yeah. is, and then he realizes he's been killing his own kind right and then so that's already traumatizing so then he's like oh am i supposed to be like fully human or am i then supposed to be uh, what are they called again not uh, replicants replicants yes okay so wait but the replicants are the hunted right so he's been killing himself okay so that back and forth um i enjoyed it until he got until he found out that there were twins and that one was a female and one was male yeah and that i know for him in that moment that's when he was like, oh shit, it's really me. Mm-hmm. And that's when he went to go front confront the other like or- oracle type of person. Yeah. Um, but at that point though, I felt like that was such a huge tip off that it absolutely isn't him. Because like why would there have been a forced not an abortion, but like a forced like labor failure if you are the one product. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like you were the you'd be the answer and that wouldn't really solve the story. There had to have been like a missing piece. And I guess a twin makes the most sense to me because you you think another one of you exists I guess I don't know like it felt kind of like a real easy answer oh I really th- the thing I liked the most Maybe about him answer. finding out that he wasn't the uh, chosen one yeah or like was after he met Harrison Ford and he, mm. he basically up until he knew that he was um, uh, like a he thought he was like a huge or a replicant that could that was actually birthed from someone. He felt like he had a purpose. He felt like Harrison Ford was his dad, and that it was just this. It was a very like sentimental back and I mean, it was a it wasn't sentimental uh, that you saw on camera, but you could tell that he really felt for Harrison Ford and that he wanted him to be his dad and that he really wanted that more than anything. And then when he found out uh, mm. that he wasn't a that he was just another replicant, he was very upset. It was like heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah it was it's that, damaging. I thought, that was, I thought that was actually very heartbreaking. Yeah, uh, and him just wanting. Um, to be human, to, to be human, yeah. to, and to feel like this, like uh, his life matters. Well, I mean, what's crazy is like I, he has those feelings, though. So it's kind of like, well, you are human, aren't you? Right. Like yeah. you kind of have those feelings. That's another thing. I felt like philosophically, maybe that was a bit of a cop out, in my opinion, to be like, well, he has those feelings. So like, what is it to be human versus a replicant versus to be birthed by human? Now, my other issue was that I feel like a lot of the a lot of what was predicted was narrated almost by his robot girlfriend, because um, she oftentimes like. I feel like she oh, was Oh, that a was huge, sad, too. It was sad. Oh, Man, that sucked. It was, but the last word she got to say was, I love you. I, I thought that was cute. Yeah, I was like, fuck, that, that hurt. That was really fucking that hurt. sad. Yeah, but, and I thought that was done beautifully. But she was a huge tip-off, I think, to all of his personality, not personalities, all of his almost, like, struggles. Um, I felt like she, her convincing him that he is special like he she literally said she's the one that said it to him like you're special like i knew you were special you were birthed like you're not a you weren't like made by this like weird envelope thing like you were birthed and i felt like her drilling that into him made the story mm-hmm. of him being convinced that he was special yeah. and i didn't need a robot to tell it to no me, that's true right yeah. like i i don't know one but that's why i felt like it was too obvious I, the it. one thing i'm getting kind of bummed about is people trying to to recreate ryan gosling's drive character um, cause it's happened a few times now where he Ooh. plays, you know, the, sort of the silent, um, oh, I see. hero. <laughs> yes. Yes. The solemn, silent dead face. The best Ryan Gosling character he's ever played was in the nice guys. 
I didn't see it. Oh my what god! Is it? What that is, is it? one of the best movies I saw that entire year. Probably one of my favorite movies of the past like decade. Nice guy. It's so good. What it is, is it? such. It's a comedy crime comedy. Uh, um, where uh, I hope they make another. I don't think it did that well in the box office. But my god, is that movie one of the best movies ever? Um, Ryan Gosling and Cur- uh, Russell Crowe. They play like a buddy. It's like a buddy cop movie. Rated R. It's in the, it's based in the eighties. Really? Eighties or maybe I'm wrong, but it it fe- it has a very I, I don't feel know like if it's I'd the 70s or 80s vibe, maybe the 60s. I don't know. I don't fucking know. But it's it's in the it feels like it's in the past. Yeah. And I think it is. Uh, but they're sure back and forth. Their chemistry and he has Ryan Gosling has a daughter in the movie. Their trio is so fucking great. It's unbelievable. Damn. Like the movie is so good. Oh my god, I'm such a sucker for like daughters and good dads. I hope Nice Guys <laughs> becomes a cult classic because Ooh. it really deserves it. I see. Maybe I'll think differently of Ryan. I'm not a big Ryan Gosling fan. I don't know why. But you're a big Ryan Reynolds fan. Yeah, but I Ryan don't... Gosling's actually cool and actually funny. Uh, Ryan Reynolds tries. Have you ever seen him during like a uh, on-air interview type comedy show type? No, like a, I like don't want to. On the Graham Norton show or something. Uh, no, I don't want to ruin the image of what he is in my mind. Ryan which Gosling is, just is genuinely really funny. I like bet if he you is. see him during any interview. He's just he's just really funny for he some sh- reason. You never would expect that for a lot of his characters until you see the nice guys. And I mean, uh, I haven't seen Lars and the Real Girl, but I'm assuming that was pretty funny. Well, he just looks really charming, and I feel like that's just so boring to just be like a charming man, charming. He's white not boy. just a charming man. Ryan yeah, he's Gosling also funny. I like a so funny much boy. More. Yeah, I like a good funny boy. I don't know. I just like Ryan Reynolds. I that's feel fair. like. And also, since I'm racist, um, Ryan Gosling, when I stared at him for too long, he just kind of looked a little bit like an ugly version of Ryan Reynolds to me. And I guess that's huh. <laughs> that offends you. When has Ryan Reynolds ever been in an Oscar award winning movie, though? Oh, Think about that. I guess never. I don't know. I guess never. I guess never. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. I don't care. I'm just talking about their faces. I'm definitely Team Gosling. He's I'm, my favorite. I'm Team Reynolds. Have you ever seen Drive? No, Damn but it. I know what you're talking about, though. Like, I know everything about it because it's it, that's a cult classic. Well, the, yeah, right? and the more, honestly, the that's more like I watch Drive, the, the less obnoxious. I like it. Oh, really? Yeah, it just starts to become more and more hollow for me. Oh, the, you don't keep finding new things? Like, the replay value isn't very good? No, I keep thinking that I've found new things, and then they keep going away. Oh, that's kind of sad. But, uh... I was he, the director of that is Nicholas Winding Ref and I never know how to pronounce his name, but he did Bronson, which was a great movie. Mm. Um, and I don't remember what else he did before that, but he did <gasps> Drive, which was I thought great at the time. I mean, I, th- I still think it's pretty good. Then he did Only God Forgives right after, which mm. is another. He basically recreated the Drive character with Ryan Gosling, and the trailer. So he did it again. Is that what you're saying with Ryan Gosling's yeah, character? Yeah, did it again, and then I feel like Ryan Gosling got another role where he played. It was even before Blade Runner. I could be that wrong, type of but, character. but it's just, I feel like you can only play that once. That brooding. Probably, unless they do a sequel to it, but. Brooding, emotionally confused. Yeah. I, I, I get it, but I'm just not into staring at it for like longer than 30 seconds. It gets a little, a little tedious, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh, I just watched Black Panther last night. I haven't seen it yet. Really? How was it? Oh, it was wonderful. I hear a lot of people keep saying Wakanda forever. Yeah, I mean, that's what they chanted Was it a movie. feel-good movie? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Yeah, it feels very good. Um, I'm a big Michael B. Jordan fan. Oh, he's Loved wonderful. him in Chronicle. He loves anime. He's really? a giant nerd and he friggin' loves anime. Anyway, um, love him too. He's wonderful and he's excellent in the movie. He's I He's a get- great villain. What? I heard he's a great villain. Mm, yeah. Well. Well, sorry, I heard Andy Serkis was a great villain. Yeah. He's a, oh, he's a really good, he's a really good villain that, has his own thing going on. I love his own thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was great. Um, I totally understand why everybody says that this is more a Killmonger movie than a Black Panther movie. Killmonger is a villain that's introduced in this movie inside of the Marvel Uber universe, I think. And I'm I'm sure he's really I don't know anything about the Marvel universe. I'm sorry. I just like the movies. They're they're cool. Um, you also just spoiled. Oh, a did bit I? Of it. A did bit. I? By saying it's... Yeah. Oh. Bleep that out. I'm sorry. I spoiled everything. Anyway, it's great. I loved it. Killmonger's dope. Uh, Black Panther's dope. Um, uh, uh, Michonne from Walking Dead is in it. Oh, and yeah. she's wonderful. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. Denai Guerrero. I don't I just, know how to pronounce her name, but she's wonderful. My God. I feel bad because I just can't 
bother to watch any more Marvel movies. Like I, this doesn't feel like one. Just watch it. It does. There's no Marvel connection whatsoever. They don't even bring up Captain America Shield. Really? They don't even bring it up. Um. So the connection. So it's like a standalone kind of thing. Yes, it absolutely is. So in the world, I believe, um, uh, th- there's this thing called vibranium in the Marvel universe and in this universe as well. All of it. Uh, Captain America Shield, I believe, is made out of vibranium. So that's how they're going to connect it, or that's huh. how they did connect it. But this is a standalone movie, and it's great. Sorry, I thought I just felt an earthquake. So did I. I still need to <laughs> see it. Um, but there are a bunch of movies I want to see before it. Like I still need to see uh, Lady Bird. I didn't see it yet. Uh, someone told me it was disappointing. Someone probably, that I probably trust. Probably a racist. No, someone I really trust said it was disappointing, and what did I they say was disappointing about it. Uh, maybe the fact that they expected it to be more of a spectacle because it's an Oscar. It didn't feel like an Oscar contender is the main thing I heard. I mean, it isn't it's just like a girl's coming of age story, right? That's I think that's what it is. Like, there's no like. I mean, vibrancy. how many of those are there? Really? That's what I mean. The vibrancy of it doesn't hold up to like an Oscar. I uh, I saw Florida Project recently, and that movie I can't believe isn't up for an Academy Award for Best Picture. I Florida Project. It. It's right under three billboards for me. Mm. It's unbelievably good. William Defoe is in it. Oh, and the acting must be then and really well executed. Just the color choices they have for the movie are brilliant. Florida. It's an yeah. It's a like this purple hotel kind of thing and mm. it's just it's a beautiful sad movie what is it categorically drama drama oh okay gotcha. there's of comedy in it mm. it's like three billboards in a way but more drama than comedy i'd say uh three bill three billboards were so very very good oh yeah you were you saw it i saw it i loved it um Yay. and also i oh yeah i don't know if i got to talk to you about it but like um the you know how everybody was upset about Sam Rockwell's character right, being right. A racist he's not even that racist like to be totally real um he to me, it seems like everybody just pinned him. He was a little bit racist, Dude. and then they pinned him as being racist, and then he was just like, no, 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 I can't do this because they're going to call me racist, and that that's what kind of perpetuated you know, people it. People keep arguing about that, like, uh, his character like didn't have an arc where he, everyone, like, he just turned good, right? No, he, no, he fucking didn't. didn't, you no, idiot. He, he didn't. didn't turn good. Nobody in the movie is good. Yeah. That's the point of it. Literally every character, <laughs> every main character is both bad and good. And they have their own agenda, and that's the point. But, like, I, I get why people think he turned good. He definitely got better, but that's not yeah. the point of the story at all. It's not his story, no. and also... He's still probably a racist. Well, I that's the thing, though. Like, I think he... Okay, so he is racist, well, he's, but... he's very ignorant. He's very... That's and what I mean. And his mother's a racist. That, that's that's what that's I wanted to get at. But that's not an excuse. Yeah. It's not also the point of his character. No. All that backstory behind it. It's The point is that he... Is, like, that is that every character is extremely flawed. Right, but his character execution was so... Was. Perfect, my God. The layers that he was able to depict, like, him, you can tell... You can exactly tell when he's fighting with himself, the character, right? And then he wants to be a certain way because he wants to be a good cop or he doesn't know what being a good cop is and he's given these chances he doesn't Frances know Frances McDormand oh gee. that's wow. how you pronounce her last name right yeah I don't remember. So her, she is incredible she's scary the one character I wasn't scary. the biggest fan of was her son a little bit vanilla and one scene that I wasn't a huge fan of was the in bed scene with Woody Har- Harrelson and his wife I thought it was a little a little weird a little cringy like oh. you've got a big cock, Mr. Woody. Oh, it was a little bit forced. Um, I think it was supposed to show like that they really do have like this really kind of if it not if it had not been for his disease, they have like a pretty perfect life. Yeah. And you kind of can't have it all. Yeah. And I think that's like their humor, their own bedroom humor is supposed to show like how really truly happy and peaceful they are and it's like sad, but I don't know. I I I I get why it's cringy, but I was okay with it. It's like their life. Yeah. You know? I was like, okay, that's their level. That's cute. That's yeah. like their dad jokes. Are the Oscars this weekend? Uh, no, they're not. Are they? Hey, James or Kib. They've gone forever. Yeah, look it up. I'll look it up. Um I We wanted saw... to have an Oscar party. That's lovely. Yeah. I watched the um fish one. Um, oh, Shape of Water. Yes. What did you think of it? I liked it up until the last third. Oh, okay. Um, I really like routine movies where it shows, um, you know, they clock in to work and they go through the same things, but things start to get a little bit different. It was beautifully done. Oh, my God. I know exactly what you're talking about. I love that you depicted it that way. I didn't know how to explain it, but I wanted... I was like, they're mundane actions yeah. held the movie together it their transition comforting it's like a doing routine so shots much. throughout yes. the movie is very comforting and it gives you a sense of stability and it keeps it linear you know what's happening yeah. next I love oh thank you so much so I have something really weird to say so about good opinions too <laughs> um, hold on a second uh, Oscars I have a really weird opinion about The Shape of Water um, March 
4th. It's tomorrow. One thing that really pissed me off. It's when I this goes it. up. It's today. Woo-hoo! One thing that really pissed me off about Shape of Water yes. was when she flooded her bathroom to have sex with a monster. Yeah, it was a little weird. But I agree. I was very upset because I was just imagining though. how stupid that was for yeah. her to do and getting caught. But there obviously is probably some metaphor or some bullshit why she did that, what it represents to fill her bathroom with water to so she can have sex with a monster. <laughs> but um, okay. I was very upset because she lives above a fucking theater. I know. They will see that. They First see off, that. the damage. It's rude. It's rude. How dare you? That's what I was thinking about. It's very rude to do that. And also, she has a neighbor she loves. Yeah. Like, how could you do that to him? It doesn't make any sense. Um, uh, but I, then again, having sex with a monster doesn't make any sense either. I excused that flooding action because, like, it's so I weird. I have a lot of OCD, so that really, really bothered, it bothered me. me. And also, like, I flooded my home before living in New Jersey, and it's, like, really made me panic. Do you so know people are very upset about people that say they have a lot of OCD without actually being OCD? Oh, right. Okay, it's not OCD. Um, I have a lot of uh, neuroticisms um, about things like that because I've experienced it. I just it. saved you. Thank you. Being PC, baby. Um, but... <laughs> Okay, so I excused it because in my mind, she's so weird at that point that she kind of was already living in her own fantasy world. What? What is it? Nothing. Continue. No, tell me what. No, it's not related. So it's okay. I'll bring it back. No, you won't because this is going to be a whole separate discussion. Holy shit. Okay, continue, continue. Fine, then don't forget it. I won't. Try not to forget oh, it. Oh, I could never forget it. All right, because then fuck that water scene. I do want to talk about Shape of Water. It is literally... The the idea behind it is basically an anime that I watched a long time ago. Um, there is oh the Shape of Water I thought got called out because uh, people said it was copying something, but they were do- they had two separate timelines and both the people that made the other thing that was supposed to be like the, oh. the original and Shape of Water they were both wait like- really there was another thing they think they copied what was it called do you know no I don't remember just type in Shape of Water plagiarism okay but but it wasn't plagiarized no 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 okay because maybe that's it. All right, maybe. Uh, let me look at plagiarize. Okay, so here's the thing. It's not really... Uh, can you tell me which one it is while I explain what I think? It's. I don't think it's plagiarism, but the idea behind Shape of Water in that, uh, especially the main monster guy, I feel like he's depicted in a lot of different anime, and one specific one comes to mind, especially his... Especially the fact that he like glistens and glows and he heals people. Yeah. Anyway, do you, did you find it? Did you find no? What the, I, no, I they didn't have a title. I don't know what it is. Damn. To be honest, but it's what was your thing? Sorry. Well, in the anime, there's a character. It's it's in Nagino Askara, and it's an anime where there are like underwater people, and they look like people, okay. but they don't look like monsters. I mean, so they this don't monster look like was him. basically the monster from Hellboy. Totally. Yes. 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 Exactly. So he's a different. It's it's already different. But I want to imagine it's in the same universe though. That would be pretty dope. See, that would make sense, and I would appreciate that, Mm -hmm. Um, like that mega universe. But so in the anime, there's a sea god that lives underneath the water and protects the sea people, and he glistens, and he heals people, and he has like a slightly, like, he's not- He has a lisp? No. He's a little bit gay? No, no, he's not like shitty, but he's like, you know, he's kind of fun-loving, and he's a little bit like perverted, but he's also like, he's a fun creature. Um, And when he heals people, he glistens, and he makes like under, like the underwater- Glistens to what? Like his his skin glistens, like the way he glistens oh. when he heals her and stuff, sorry, and he like changes her aspect. Joke. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I wasn't really paying attention. I just like really I wanted know. to get my point across. I'm sorry, sorry. sorry. but like sorry. when I saw it, I saw so many similarities to it that like I just couldn't help but be like, I feel like this idea of a is sea creature. It, well, for me, it is. The world was better built. The world was okay. way better built in the anime, but that's because it's a show and it's a series. But Michael Shannon, but, though. Yeah. Oh, the other criticism about Shape of Water for me personally is that so she bangs him. I'm down. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't care. I don't at all care about, about that. interspecies. I think it's pinky. It's hot. What I do care about is that she kind of treats him like a pet, and then and then he learns to be humanized, and then she bangs him. So I don't really like that. If he was like no, already, no, no. you have to understand she was grooming him. No, I see. That's what I don't like. If you're gonna bang him, if you treated him as like a whole human being from the beginning, it's a little bit different. But like, I don't like this almost like pet like aspect of it that like you're teaching it things and you're training it and you're petting it and then you bang it. Like it's a little bit. That was a little hard for me. Yeah. If he if he was just like fully straight up humanoid, I would be a little bit more okay with it. Or if she treated him more humanoid. Yeah. She trained him. It's a little weird. I mean, it definitely leaves you with a lot of questions to imagine that relationship yeah I which mean, is cool whatever man she lives underwater now I choose they not live... to think about it but yeah I... if i were to i'm sure there would be a lot of questions they literally talked about how his penis yeah it, it's like my uh, my dog's penis oh no all right what was the thing that you wanted to what no what the new queer eye 
is so good. I love it. You see I it? Love Dude, it. it's so good. Oh my God, you watched Jonathan. You, oh my God, Jonathan's amazing. So He's so good. But... Okay, I, I love all of them, though. Dude, it's so this funny is the and best. it's so great. Dude, How good the are they? How good are they? So you watched the original They're one, so much right? better than the original. Okay, so... I've never seen the original. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, the original is actually quite good, too, but their agenda is different. So the original is Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, yeah, yeah, so yeah. there was a lot of, like, barriers. This one's about acceptance, so... Yes. They're, and and th- their personalities are perfect for this series. Holy shit. Karam, I love them all. Anthony, they're all amazing. Every single person. And I there's one who to- looks like Christian Bale, who is so sweet. He is the nicest guy of all time. What? He's the one that taught the first guy to make guacamole. Molly? Shit, I don't. I watched them all out of order because Mike just showed me. Did his you watch the episodes. one with the, the bigger guy who's like a southern southern guy who? He, that was, was he the, the saddest scary, shit of all. Was time. he the racist one? Racist? Oh, not racist, but was he kind of like the? Oh, or was he like the bias one? No, he's the one who's like you can't fix ugly. Oh no, I didn't see that one. That one is so. Have you have you experienced a sad one yet that actually makes you almost cry? Um, no, I've only experienced the fun ones. Like for example, um, I, mean, I think his name was fun too. I think his name was Kel or something. I've Everybody, only seen one. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Oh dude, there's one that's so good because they all love him so much and he's such a cool character because he's funny too. Damn, holy shit! I'm gonna look up all the episodes so we can we can. Queer Eye is so <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. The lessons are so good, and also I know that a lot of it's like it's um posed and prompted and not fake but like oh my god my it's favorite okay thing? i don't care it's good it sends a good message my favorite thing is uh when a character they're involved with not one of their own um but like an outside an outsider uh, gets something wrong about you know gay culture and and they like teach him in a way that's not condescending and they yeah. don't they also don't take the path where they can just shrug it off and make the character look incredibly stupid mm-hmm. you know it's they do, fantastic. They do a really good job. Um, Everything about the show is fucking perfect. It's so fun. It's so entertaining. The characters are amazing. They're so amazing. It's so funny. All the, And they have such good chemistry with each other. They really care. Yeah. And so many of them just like... Their positive energy, their ability to kind of take a really weird, shitty situation that's like kind of worth judging. They really don't. They judge it like in a, in the right way. And then they kind of like readjust into this like really positive, great energy. I don't know. Yeah. How do they do it? Like, I just don't get it. I can't possibly be that happy and that like. I mean, it's a TV show that's recorded for what, an hour no, or so? I, I bet it. Dude, it's it, um, HGTV. I mean, like, also Brand said it himself. Anyone can put it on for 10 minutes. I, okay, fine. Anybody can put it on for 10 minutes. It's true. But this is like a hefty show. Like you go, you kind of like stab people where it hurts. Like you Also, it's like a little bit draining because I was watching it yeah. last night because um, I sort of remember the first Queer Eye uh, show and it was like uh, everybody just talks so fucking fast and there's so much happening all at, a, uh, all at once and I was like, uh, Alyssa, I don't know if this is. Uh, I, I, let's just watch The Office or something. Oh, um, the first episode is going to be like a bit ugly. much. And then we watched the first episode, and even though like it was what I imagined, where it's just like a lot of things happening at once, it's so amazing. Like the characters really just were perfect. Yeah, um, I can't imagine a better show. Like, I don't. It might be my favorite show right now. It's so good. I. It makes me happy when I watch it. Yes. I feel re. I feel good again about life. Oh, it's wonderful. Um, the first episodes you can't fix ugly. Um. I think Saving Sasquatch is my favorite episode. I've only seen it's the first the second one. Ep- you're going to watch it. Um, I'm that, going to. You're going to love it so much. Um, there's one episode that I wasn't the biggest fan of um, because there's a man that like lives in his in his parents home still and he's like 30 something and yeah and like I just like really 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 don't agree with that lifestyle and I felt like it was really unfair to have somebody like that get rewarded get rewarded by being on the show and hanging out with these guys and getting revamped when like were they like you need to move out no they they relocate what was the reason he lived with his parents just lazy he doesn't have a real job he doesn't yeah he can't pay rent doesn't have a real job You can fix ugly, but you can't fix uh, lazy, I guess. You can fix lazy. I don't know. That guy living at his parents' thirties, that seems like kinda hopeless. It really like it made me upset because um that that's all it is, right? Like everybody else I felt um I, I wanted to root for because they were like, oh, I oh, started this. You can't fix ugly? You root for that guy Absolutely. so much. Yeah, and in the second episode, too, the, the my favorite episode, yeah. um, you root for him because he's just like, he decided to do this and then he gave up on this and that's why his house is kind of messy and like, you know, his 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 best friend is his dog. Like, he just, like, he, there's reason behind why 
he's not grooming himself or right. why he's not presenting his home a certain way. And you feel for them and you want to root for them, right? But this guy, I felt so, he was the only one, I haven't seen all the episodes yet, but he was the only one that I felt was so undeserving of this opportunity. Yeah. And it just, like, it rubbed me the wrong way. But other than that, I feel like they're all very good. I, I can't, can't wait to watch the rest of it. I can't believe I didn't watch the, Mike. He I loves it. He loved it. And he was so funny. He was so analytical. He was just like, okay, so you know when the first Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, it was like specifically for straight guys. And we used to watch it when we were in high school and it was so fun because we had a bunch of dudes that all smelled like socks. Um, so we were always like, damn, like why couldn't we be metrosexual? Like why couldn't we like know how to groom they're ourselves? They're just so styling. Yeah, they're just so styling. So it just kind of reminds me of when we were young too and it's cool. Jonathan is by far my favorite character. Jonathan is the uh, Pakistani He steals the show from me. No, no, he's the, the white one who has oh, the Oh, I like love Jesus. him. Oh my God. Jonathan is amazing. He's he, so funny. Yeah, all the time. Literally his, my his favorite. line where he's like, who gave you permission to, and then, like, uh, when the guy in you, uh, You're Ugly, or what, Can't, you can't fix, fix Ugly, ugly yeah. um, he has, like, a, his thing is cars, and he has, like, this old like, uh-huh. thing that, it looks like a PT Cruiser, but it's older and cooler, mm. and he's like, who gave you permission to have that cool of a car? Oh. And then uh, he was he was grooming him later on. He was like cutting his hair. And he's he's like, so good. Who gave us permission <laughs> to like look that good? But he didn't even say the, the last part of it. He's just like cutting his hair. He's like, he's looking in the mirror. He's like, who gave us permission? Oh my God. Like, that is the greatest line I've ever heard for anything. He's Dude, so funny. Everything out of his mouth is gold in the yeah. second episode because he loves the guy that they're talking to. And oh, I can't wait to you're see gonna it. Love it. Oh, I also watched a special episode where they revamp an entire firehouse and there's a sexy fireman that they <laughs> yes, call and they call Superman. They call there's a sexy fireman. They fire- call him Superman. <laughs> Throughout the whole episode, they're obsessed yes. with this one firefighter and they call him Superman. So funny. And he looks like he kind of looks like Tom Brady. His oh, mouth, he has like a laugh. So he has like a, a smile and he I looks like Tom Brady. I love that show so much. You're going to oh, love it. Oh, I'm so excited for you to watch the you rest. You guys need to see Queer Eye. It's the it's best so show good. ever. It's so good. I think uh, our so time good. has come to a I think so. I do believe. Woes. I do believe it's time. Wait, is that the thing that you wanted to offshoot into? Yeah. Queer Eye. You just wanted to talk about Queer Eye. I love it so much. I'm so happy you did. I'm glad that you waited till the end because damn, we would have gone off. We never would have come back ever. Oh, fuck. Damn. Watch, watch Queer Eye. Thank you so much for watching Boys Only Club. You know what episode this is? Nope, no it's idea. Like 48 or something? Yeah, well, sure. Cool. Cool. Bye.